most of us get a start in our businesses totally inspired. That's why we start in the first place, by the possibilities ahead of us. But we come up on these seasons throughout the years where we wonder where the spirit of possibility went. Are we just spread too thin and we can't feel it and appreciate it? Was that season when we were inspired? Was it before we had the demands of also raising a family? Was it before we walked through, you know, an illness or a hardship? Are we too in the weeds of being in our business so that we're no longer in that flyover zone of working on our business that we can even feel inspiration because we have so much we have to get done? I'm going to walk you through a simple diagnostic checklist with 10 tests to take you from lacking motivation, feeling lackluster in your life, wondering where that good feeling went in your business to truly inspired leadership that will infiltrate every major category of your life from business to family to marriage and everything else. It absolutely happens to all of us. I've walked through many of these seasons and I'll share a little bit about that. But the difference maker is what are you going to do about it? What are you doing with this opportunity to become more aware that you are not feeling the same level of inspiration and how can you get it back again? Let's get to the show. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. Oh, and I have to give you this resource. If you don't download it, you're cray cray. It's free. It's literally one of the most powerful tools I've ever used in my business. I put it together as I was trying to elevate into my next level to get out of the overwhelm, to gain massive clarity, and just to start to make space to live out the vision I had in my head instead of just feeling like I was in the weeds and in the rat race and just on autopilot. This is how you become a leader. This is how you see more wealth and opportunity. So it's called From Frazzled to Laser Focused. And I kid you not, this is the exact tool. My team thinks I'm nuts for giving this away. This is the exact tool I li- I use with my elite clients, helping them break into their next level of success and wealth and possibility and freedom and joy and capacity, just all the things they're seeking. So head on over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. That's focused like past tense luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused to download this guide and then do it. It is a 30-minute game plan. It's a 30-minute game plan and it's gonna change everything for you. I come to this at least quarterly, if not more. So powerful. Go grab it. 
this checklist I'm going to walk you through was born out of necessity when I was walking through a season where I really, truly did not feel inspired. And the funny thing was, I should have. I should have felt by all standard metrics really inspired by what I was doing and where we were going. My dreams were coming true within our family, having children and getting to be present with them. And we had just moved out to this farm property, which was a big inspiration and driver for us years prior that we worked so hard for. I had these incredible views from where I was working, and that's something that always leads to inspiration for me, being able to see, you know, the land and the views that are bigger than than the bubble that I live within. Our business was in the height of, it had grown as far as it had up to that point, and it was really life-altering. We could not believe how far we had come in what we were doing. We were getting great traction around our podcast. We were seeing Uh, speaking opportunities come in, just so many of the things that I had wished and hoped for and then worked for, but I was not feeling inspired. And the first thing I will say is I think the mistake I made, and before I go into these 10 diagnostic tests that you can run anytime you're feeling uninspired to get re-inspired, was I was mistaking motivation for inspiration. So I just want to real quick touch on that because I think that's the difference between people who do fine in their lives and make it work and see progress and find some level of success. And the people who become really inspired, fulfilled leaders who are actually making a profound impact in the world. The latter group doesn't chase motivation. They don't try to just generate their own motivation. They seek to be inspired. And that inspiration is what creates motivation. So instead of trying to manufacture motivation when you're maybe in periods of lull or stress or exhaustion or whatever it might be for you, instead walk through the process I'm going to walk you through and grab a hold of inspiration. That is what takes you through the toughest times. That's what takes you through the roughest seasons, through the greatest hardships, and through the biggest climbs to the peaks of mountains that you're seeking to summit, okay? So stay with me. We're seeking inspiration. We're not just looking for motivation. We don't play in that childish little sandbox, okay? So when I was in that period of time where by all, you know, things on paper, things were good, but I knew something wasn't quite right, I started to go inward a little bit and try and figure out what are the elements that are missing for me? And why am I not feeling lit up by the work I'm doing? Why am I going to bed on Sunday nights feeling almost the same level of stress and anxiety that I used to feel when I was working in a career path in corporate 10 years ago or 12 years ago, whatever it is, I'm old now, that made me feel so trapped and suffocated? Why was that coming back? I had to figure it out and I had to ask myself the right questions to do that. The first thing I had to look at is getting real with myself in that season and say, okay, at this juncture, does my personal mission align with my professional mission? So here's what I mean by that. You are an individual. You are not your business. We hear this a lot because it feels like we are our business, but the same way we have our kids, we are not our kids. We're separate identities. And in your own personal identity, You were put on this earth in this period in time for a reason. 
Have you taken the time to identify why you're here? And then once you identify that, which is, you know, a pretty big question, but, and it can evolve and you can come to new realizations with time and evolution. Does it align with your professional mission? We take the time to write out our mission statement for our business or whatever it might be. But in doing that work, is it allowing you to live out your personal mission through your work? Because if the answer is no, you are going to feel this lack of inspiration because you're doing work that you might be fully capable, competent, even great at getting eyes on you for. But is it actually what you're called to do? So I'm going to give you a couple of examples and and help you see the differences between a personal mission and a professional one and how you can make sure they align. One of the the key ways that I've learned this was witnessing it in my mother in her life that embodied both and included both entrepreneurship and raising a family um, and serving people. Her personal mission, it's so evident if you know her, her personal mission is very clearly to shepherd people through challenging times and making them feel loved and supported. Her wisdom is just off the charts. And I'm pretty sure it's always been that way. She's kind of just one of those people that since she was young had just this incredible discernment and wisdom. But she's a CPA. Okay. So how do you ensure that your personal mission of something like what I just talked about, like shepherding people in this life, how the heck does that have anything to do with being a CPA? Now, this is where it gets tricky. So stay with me. The vehicle by which you do your work is not your mission. My mom's mission is not being a CPA, right? So her business mission and the way she does business has to reflect and embody that personal mission or she's going to feel completely out of alignment. So despite the fact that she's a CPA and she has her own practice, every single person that sits across the conference table from her or that she is helping do their taxes or helping them with, you know, business decisions or whatever it might be, she is making a personal connection with them and she's living out that personal mission. So I'm not telling you that if you feel like your personal mission is, you know, I have a client who is a photographer, but her personal mission is to bring Jesus into the lives of every single person she serves. Doesn't mean she has to can her photography business and go, you know, work at a church. But she has to make sure that she's setting up her business and her offers and her marketing and the way that she does the work she does to facilitate her ability to be able to do that in her relationships and how she shows up. So I know this is a little esoteric, but think about why are you here? What do you feel most called to? And is the work you're doing allowing for that to happen? You want to make sure those two worlds align or you're going to feel off. So that was the first thing because I had this aha moment that my personal mission and the actual work that I was doing were no longer in sync. I was cranking with work. I was great at what I was doing. I was getting hired to do what I was doing at really high levels, but I wasn't weaving my personal mission into that work any longer. And that's why I felt one of the reasons I felt so off. So you got to get those things in check. It might mean little tweaks. It doesn't mean, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater and having to start over and start this whole new business, but you might just need to bring that better 
into uh, the forefront of the work you're doing. The second thing on this diagnostic checklist is, am I living in integrity with my most important values? You are not going to feel inspired. You are not going to come alive to show up every day and put all of this time, energy, effort, and oftentimes money and stress and all the things that comes with entrepreneurship. If you feel like in order to do that, in order to move the needle, in order to get your name in lights, in order to finally make the money, in, in order to you know retire your spouse or whatever your dreams are, you have to be completely out of integrity with who you know you're called to be. So if you have these really strong values around family, but the work that you're doing and how you have to do it is taking you away from family and leaving you so stressed out that when you do set aside the time for your family, you show up as a really crappy version of you. How on earth could you ever feel inspired doing that? So getting crystal clear with those priorities and those values and then juxtaposing it against your business is going to make decisions easier. It's going to teach you what the right yeses are and what the the right no's are. And it's going to take you out of this space of just trying to compartmentalize yourself so that you think your business is over here and you can operate one way in your business, but a different way in the rest of your life. My strongest suggestion is to leverage the free workbook that we have that helps you do exactly this. Because if you feel like, I don't have a lot of clarity around this, or I think I know those values, but I'm not sure how to make sure that they are you know, lived out through my work, go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. This is going to give you that north star in the process of everything that you do. But the one of the reasons you might feel really uninspired right now is because you're not honoring who you really are. The third thing, and oftentimes this one is the crux, this is like the main reason or one of the main reasons that people just don't feel inspired. If I were to ask you right now, well, where are you going? What does five years from now look like? What do 10 years from now look like? Could you rattle it off so quickly and effortlessly because you have that vision so clear in your mind? Sometimes there's really nothing broken Your vision is just blurry. You aren't crystal clear on that anymore. Maybe you sought out after a vision three, four, five years ago, and it really inspired you then, but you've changed, and life has changed, and kids have come into the picture, or health issues have come into the picture, or caring for an ailing parent has come into the picture, or you've just been called in a whole new direction. Have you revisited that vision over and over and continue to cultivate it so that you feel inspired by where you're going? And if you don't know where you're going, there you go. This is the number one thing you have to focus on because if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a direction, you cannot be inspired by what you're doing. No matter how awesome what you're doing is, you could be curing cancer and and feeding beautiful baby orphans and you could be changing pieces of the world but if you don't know what it's leading towards and the purpose behind it and where you're going and how it relates to you you're not going to be inspired by it it's going to be work so get clear on your vision okay number four are you leading or are you managing in everything are you leading or are you managing so often we start with this 
vision and we're super inspired by it and we get into it and we galvanize people behind it and they get excited about it and we lead. But then we get into the thick of what's actually required to raise a family and run a home and run a business and we shift naturally into management mode because someone's got to manage, someone's got to steer the ship. But when you are trapped in a in a world of management, do not expect to be inspired. Now, that's not to say that there aren't things in your life that have to be managed, things that have to be taken care of, but how can you do it from a place of leadership? It's literally why we built this company. It's why we have this podcast, because although we can give you the strategies to do the things and accomplish the things that you want to do, if you're not doing it through the angle of leadership and you're not leading and you're not stepping up from the front inspired and showing people the possibility and you're just trying to manage and manufacture your way there, it's going to be an empty ride with a fruitless ending. And that's not what we want for you. So look at the different categories of your life. Are you managing as a parent? Are you leading your children? Are you managing your team within your business? Are you inspiring them? And guess what? You can't inspire if you're not inspired. Number five is, am I innovating? So when I'm going through these moments, which come, you know, come and go throughout the years of feeling uninspired, for me, innovation is huge. If I'm just doing the things that work because they work and I've found my groove and I can just, I'm like a factory, I can just do it over and over and over again. I lose inspiration really quickly. How am I innovating? How am I bringing new ideas to the table? For me, that's blocked time, white space, preferably somewhere inspiring, and a whiteboard or a blank notebook where I can just be crystal clear on the vision and think about the stepping stones that I can create to work us closer to that vision, to change more lives, to to have more impact, to live more my personal mission more fully through my professional one. So if you are stagnant, if you haven't come up with, I'm not saying create a new offer every three months. That's not what this is about. Innovation can come in so many forms. It can be how you lead your team. It can be how you run your events. It can be the content that you're creating or the books that you're writing or how you take care of yourself or what you do within your family that excites you. But innovation is creation. Are you creating? Number six, on the checklist. Am I surrounded by inspired people? Notice I'm not just saying inspiring people. I'm not telling you to fill up your newsfeed with a bunch of influencers who can slap a filter and some nice music on anything and it becomes inspiring. I'm talking about inspired people. People who, if they went through the first five parts of this checklist, could check yes. I I am living out my personal mission through my professional one. I am completely living in integrity with what I value most. I am crystal clear on my vision. I am leading, not managing. I am innovative. I am creating consistently. Do you have people in your circle who are that, who are truly inspired, not just motivated, not just workhorses, not just people that do good and you're around them and you're like, yeah, this is really motivating me to work harder. People who are truly inspired. If the answer is no, it's time. It's time to seek out whether it's masterminds like we lead, whether it is mentors, whether it's just peers and people in your circle, get yourself 
in the room with inspired people. And that does not include just picking up the books of inspired people. That's important too. I'm talking personal relationships. So much magic happens in personal relationships. I'm witnessing it right now in our incubator. It's incredible. These unbelievable business owners, entrepreneurs have come together and many of them came by no means at a rock bottom from a business perspective, but from an inspiration perspective. I don't know what's next for me. I've hit some level of success and I've just lost my mojo. Like, I don't know what's next. I don't know what I'm being called to next. And now being in the room with the other people who are seeking that inspiration, everything is shifting for them. And it's so, so powerful to watch. Number seven is I'm tapped into where I'm being guided and I have the courage to pursue it. Is that happening for you? Are you fully aware of where you're being guided? Are you ignoring those gut feelings? Do you keep taking the clients that you hate working with because it pays the bills and then wonder why you're not feeling inspired even though you get the email from them and your gut churns when you see it come through because you know you're really not called to serve these people and there's something more for you, but you don't have the cojones to go after it because it would be too scary to let go of that income potential or to try and build something new when you're spread so thin. That's on you. That is literally sucking your inspiration dry. Are you taking the time to be in prayer, to ask where you're being guided, to listen to those calls, to journal, to to hear the advice from those other inspired people that have your best interest at heart that that you trust, and then tap into, is that for me? And and leaning into that, no matter how scary it, it might be. Listen, just like people say, you know, success or whatever is on the other side of your comfort zone, true possibility, your potential, your purpose It's coming with inspiration. And inspiration, you've got to take some risks. You've got to be willing to do the things that might scare you. To really honor who you're called to be, to really live in alignment with your values, it's probably not going to just come super easily. Because name some people who kind of sat back and took the easy route, but still lived a life of true fulfillment and possibility. I can't think of any. All right, number eight, the people who matter most to you, are they woven into this mission with you? Are you over here in your vacuum trying to create it and then showing back up at home with your spouse or your kids and wondering why there's a disconnect? That will cut right into your inspiration. That will limit your ability to truly go after your purpose and potential because if these people truly matter most to you, if your family, for example, or whoever it might be, is an integral part of who you are and and what you're called to in your life, but you're over here doing something completely separate from them, that lack of integration is going to be a major block to your inspiration. If you haven't listened to episode number 62, what it means to be a founder family, I recommend going Listening to that, we'll link it in the show notes, but it talks all about this. This could be one of the bigger blocks for you. Maybe you're going through this checklist and you're like, yeah, all these things, I'm hitting on them. I'm good. I'm innovating. I'm leading. I'm not managing. I'm around inspired people. Maybe this one is the one that is stripping you of that possibility and inspiration. Number nine, I have space in my calendar, in my life to be inspired. 
Inspiration comes in those quiet moments sometimes. It comes when you build in the time to have that blank whiteboard time and create and get excited about where you're going, to really reconnect with that vision that you're clear on and then make it come to life. But if you don't have the time, if you're always in the weeds, if you're always hurrying, rushing from one thing to the next, work, kids' activities, you know, bedtime, homework, wife time, this, that, how can you be inspired when your life, every moment is full? So does your life allow for that space to actually be inspired? And number 10, the final one, your calendar reflects what inspires you. So both building in that white space, like in number nine, and that margin to get inspired and to be inspired. But number 10 says, if I were to look at your calendar, are there things on there that inspire you? Are you most inspired in nature, but there's nothing on your calendar reflecting that you're going for a hike this week? Are you so inspired by listening to speeches and and going to events, but you don't have anything scheduled in the upcoming year? Are you inspired by your own work outside of the normal day-to-day grind? Are you speaking on stages or writing or, or doing something? Like what makes you inspired? And is it being reflected in your reality? Because your calendar is your reality. You can't just think these things into, into existence. They have to be built into your life. So to review, one, is your personal mission and your professional mission in alignment? Number two, are you living in integrity with your most important values? Three, are you crystal clear on your vision? Can you see it? Can you taste it? Can you smell it? Number four, are you leading and not managing? Number five, are you innovating? Number six, are you surrounded by inspired people? Number seven, are you tapped into where you're being guided and do you have the courage to actually pursue that? Number eight, are the people who matter most woven into your mission with you? Number nine, do you have the space in your calendar to be inspired? And number 10, does your calendar reflect what inspires you most? If you're in that dry season, if you're in that drought of wondering when it's ever going to come back, it's not until you make it come back. So walk through this process, and if this served you, take a screenshot, share this episode, tag me at Eliz Hartke. I love seeing that you guys are listening to the show, and I'm so grateful every time you share it. And if you haven't yet, make sure you're subscribed. We have some amazing stuff coming down the pike for you. And if you're willing, please leave us a review. It's something that is so powerful for the growth of the show. And we love to bring you amazing guests and they like to see that there are people like you out there listening. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one. But you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them. And it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there, at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week. 
to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be. 